Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's podcast is Fully Convinced. I've taught on this before and I've written a book on it called Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making. In the book, I share a quote, a bad decision made in faith has a greater likelihood of success than a good decision made in doubt. Let me say that again. A bad decision made in faith has a greater likelihood of success than a good decision made in doubt. There's a principle that I'm going after there. Obviously, we're not going to rob a bank in faith, but there's something about that. I'll, I'll get into that in a moment. Hey, let me just share a few things that are happening here at Igniting Hope. Hey, in June, for three months, starting in June, we're doing a three-month experiment called Hope Arena, which is an online happening, a weekly way to connect with our Igniting Hope team and with one another, with other like-hearted believers who are going after hope. And so we want to just do this experiment. We've had many people just say, hey, we want more connection. We're going to do that. You can go to Hope Igniting Hope Academy.com. You can find out more info on that. It's $25 for the three months. And we'd love for some of you to be a part of that and to give us feedback on what you think about it. Because if it works, we believe it's going to work. We're, we want to do it again. And then this message today, fully convinced is really a lead-in also for those who want more. We're doing an eight-week course called Fully Convinced, and it's going to start June 5th. So I believe it's the contents, it's in my book, and then it's eight weeks of uh, audio messages that are going to supplement that. I believe the contents of my book, Fully Convinced, and this course is probably some of the most important things that I teach. It takes the hope message, the joy message, the renewing the mind message, the beliefs message, and packages it all together about decision-making. So let me get into the podcast today, and I'll give you a good idea of where that eight-week course is going. By the way, that course and info on it is available at Igniting Hope Academy. Dot com. So let me give you just some opening points, statements. These are going to be three of the main points that I'm, I'm going to be making. Being fully convinced in our own mind is a main part of maturity in Christ. A main part, a, a result of being sanctified, a main result of transformation. Secondly, whatever we do that does not have faith attached to it means that we're missing the mark. 
whatever we do that does not have a te- does not have faith attached to it means we're missing the mark. Romans 14:23 says whatever is not of faith is sin. Sin is an archery term that means to miss the mark. And then the third main point I'm going to be making in this podcast is cheerfulness is a main evidence we have attached faith to what we are doing and who we are. Cheerfulness is a main evidence that we have attached faith to who we are and to what we're doing. Or another way of saying it, a lack of cheerfulness is a sign we haven't attached faith. Now, this term, fully convinced, it's in the New King James Version in two places. One, it's in Romans 14, 5, where it says, one person esteems one day and another every day alike. Let each one be fully convinced in his own mind. So in that verse, it's telling us that One person may believe the Sabbath is one day and another may say it's every day. And and the Apostle Paul says, let each one be fully convinced in his own mind. Basically, it's saying that two people can have a difference of opinion on something like that and both be right. Now, obviously, there's black and white issues in the Bible where we can be fully convinced and we're wrong. But there's many things that the Lord says you do the best job of decision-making, you know how. By the way, in my book, Fully Convinced, I outline, I have a whole chapter on the process of making good decisions. The art of making good or great decisions. But be fully convinced in your own mind concerning that. The other place where we see the words fully convinced is in Romans 4.22, verse 21, it says, talking about Abraham, he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and then he became fully convinced that what was promised, that what he promised, he was able to perform. And so this is talking about a process of being strengthened in faith, and in Abraham and Sarah's situation there, and they are old covenant characters, They're held up to us in the new covenant as people that were to follow. Their example is what we're to follow. And so he was strengthened in faith. He was strengthened in faith by giving glory to God, by focusing on the Lord. It's really what it says in Hebrews 12, too. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And so... Abraham, Abram, who became Abraham, became fully convinced. And you're on the journey, as I am, of being fully convinced about God's promises, our identity, and the decisions that we've made and are making. And what we believe is more important than what we do. And in their example, Abraham and Sarah, it wasn't their great wisdom that created Isaac, the miracle baby, it was them going on a belief journey 
that led them to be fully convinced. Now, obviously, they needed to do something <laughs> to, so that Sarah could become pregnant. But this came after them focusing on their beliefs and understanding their beliefs was the priority. And I'll say this to you. Whatever area you're wanting to see breakthrough in, whatever area you're wanting to see increase in, the first thing to go after is your beliefs. The two most important questions to ask about a challenge we're facing or a dream we're wanting to get into is, number one, what am I to believe concerning this? And then number two is, what am I to do concerning this? And the first question, what am I to believe, is the priority question. So as we think about being fully convinced and, and we, we think about just the epidemic of doubt, double-mindedness, guilt, and shame, and negative comparison that causes believers to not be fully convinced. It's, a, it's, a, it's an epidemic that needs to be broken off of the body of Christ. I know for me that I have focused more on what I'm not, and I'm just feeling shame and unworthiness for what I'm not, that I've had difficulty attaching faith to who I am. And certainly we need to grow. Certainly we need to uh, keep growing. But one of the biggest lies of the enemy is that we're not enough or we're not doing enough. I don't love God enough. I'm not courageous enough. I'm not evangelistic enough. I don't have a good enough family. I don't have a good enough track record. Listen, there has to come a time where we're going to attach faith to be fully convinced in who we are that we're enough, that Jesus has done enough. Now, obviously, if we're hurting people, abusing people, we're, we're headed in, uh, in a direction that is reckless, get help. But keep focusing on your beliefs first. So this, this area of making fully convinced a goal, it's a main goal of our Christian maturity. Christian maturity is not just character. It's not just the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and which is all important. But it also includes being fully convinced. If we don't know what is to be the result of our maturing and being conformed in, into the image of Christ, then we won't make room for it. Now, this, this area of, of attaching faith, what Romans 14, 23, whatever is not of faith is sin. Whatever is not of faith misses the mark. And so I'm looking for where to have faith. I've shared many times on these podcasts, uh, as a young leader, I basically said to the Lord, I can't wait until I can do something great for you. And he said, Steve, instead of waiting to do something great, why don't you attach great faith to what you're doing now and it will become great? Attach great faith. 
That's why the Bible says, despise not the day of small beginnings. Listen, the only reason that you and I would not be significant is if we believed we're not significant. I love what Nehemiah said in Nehemiah 6 when his enemies said, hey, come and meet with us in the valley of, oh no, <laughs> let's talk. And he said, Nehemiah said this, why should I come down to you for I am doing a great work? Why should I, I don't have time to come down and talk to you as the enemy. I am doing a great work. Why don't you just say out loud right now, I am doing a great work. And you can just direct that. I'm doing a great work in my family. I'm doing a great work in my church. I'm doing a great work in my city. I'm doing a great work in my nation. I'm doing a great work in my neighborhood. I'm doing a great work on my job or in school. Listen, when we believe we're doing a great work, we're doing a great work. I was just talking to a leader today and, and, and just, just discussing these things about the importance of attaching faith to what we believe God has told us. You might say, well, I don't, I, I don't know what, what God has said. Well, listen, even if you don't know all that he said for you and all the directions, just do what you know to do and attach faith to that. And then the last point I want to make in this message of fully convinced, and my book is called Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision Making. And by the way, decision making is not just restricted to what we do, but decision making is concerning what we believe. Deciding what to believe. Now, certainly the decision that we're going to believe something doesn't mean that we're instantaneously going to be fully convinced. It was not with Abraham and Sarah. It took 20 plus years for Abraham. The Lord had said earlier, hey, count the stars, count the sand. That's how many your descendants are going to be. He gave him a, a visual. He said, activate your imagination. By the way, imagination is key. To see, we need to see a picture. And by the way, the Lord's releasing grace over you to activate your sanctified imagination to see a picture of what it is that you're believing for, whether it's in your family, your health, uh, in, in a, a ministry, a result. Seeing that is, is key. But it took him... Oh, wow. He, even once he knew that he was to believe that he was a father of many nations, that was the specific belief. It was, it, he was strength, strengthened in faith. It took him a while. But if we don't know what we're to believe, that's why when we wake up in the morning, the question is not how do I feel? The question is, what am I going to believe today? What am I going to focus on in my beliefs to grow today, to activate today? And so as we get to this third point in, my, in this area of fully convinced, it's this verse out of 2 Corinthians 9-7. And I have taught on this in other podcasts. God loves a cheerful decider. 
That might be one for you to find if you're new or you haven't listened to that or you want a repeat of that. God loves a cheerful decider. It says this in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, but each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God loves, the principle is deeper than just financial giving. God loves a cheerful decider. But even in our decisions, it's a decision about what we decide to give ourselves to. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. God is God has empowered us to make decisions. God has empowered us to decide what we're going to do. And it says don't do it reluctantly or under compulsion. And there's three main ways we can do our responsibilities, our callings, our assignments. We can do them reluctantly or under compulsion. That's, that means we're doing it and we don't want to do it, or we can do it in doubt. We're doing it, but we're not sure, or we can do it in faith. Now, reluctantly or under compulsion, that means, again, I feel trapped. I feel trapped. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in this meeting. Maybe I don't want to be in this marriage. I don't want to uh, be on this job. I don't. Uh, we feel trapped. And we're doing it out of duty. The, the Bible calls that a dead work. In Hebrews 6, in the beginning of the chapter, the first elementary principle of the kingdom is repentance from dead works. We can also do what we're doing in doubt. We're not sure. One day we believe, yep, I'm supposed to be here. Another day I'm not. It, the, that's called double-mindedness. And, and both of those make us tired. Whatever, if we're doing things out of duty and obligation or if we're doing things in doubt, it drains energy out of us. Most people's tiredness is spiritual, not physical. Because tiredness results where we have an attached faith, where we don't believe what we're doing is the right thing, or we're not fully convinced, or we're not moving towards being fully convinced. It makes us tired. The third way we can do things is through attaching faith. And whenever we attach faith to something, to an assignment, a responsibility, a calling, we get three things. We get energy, we get cheerfulness, we get power. And so I'm looking in my life, I'm looking for areas where I'm not cheerful. Looking for relationships, I'm not cheerful. ha <laughs> ha. I'm looking for uh, responsibilities that I'm doing that I'm not cheerful. And if I'm not cheerful, it, it almost always, and I'm not saying always, but I believe it's usually because we haven't attached faith in that area of our lives. And so if we find those areas, then what we need to do is we need to clarify our options. We need to go back to a good decision-making model, clarify our options, get good people in our lives, get the word in our lives, uh, and then we decide what we're going to do. We decide, am I going to stay at this job or not? I don't like this job, but here's my options. I can quit, I can stay. Well, okay, I believe I'm supposed to stay. Well, then once we start attaching faith to it, then we're going to get purpose for it, and we're going to get a strategy for how to 
function within an environment that I'm struggling in and get God's direction. And then we're going to get energy. We're going to get cheerfulness. We're going to get power. We, we, we may not always have it, but, but when we go back to faith, we're going we're gonna to have it. So this whole area today, this message called Fully Convinced, is, I believe, in, in, inside of it has something that can bring massive breakthrough in our lives. And so I'm going to be doing an eight-week course starting January 5th. Some of my team is going to uh, be on every week. It's going to be ministering, connecting people who want that. I'm also going to be connecting three times on the course through Zoom for people who want that. And I believe the course's content by itself is transformational. It's powerful. So if you're looking for something to do, and it's going to be two, three hours a week, I'd say maybe four at the most. If you're looking for something to inspire you, something to cause your beliefs to go to the next level, to break off lies, and to just increase your cheerfulness in your life, then I believe fully convinced is for you. If you can't afford it, it's going to be, I believe it's going to be $197 for the eight weeks, $197 US dollars. If you can't afford that, email us at info at ignitinghope.com, info at ignitinghope.com, and just tell us what you can do. Say, hey, I want to be a part of the Fully Convinced course. I can't afford that amount, but here's what I can do. Even if it's a very small amount, we believe everybody can do something, and that will that investment will cause just, just a great return. Uh, in your life. So I just release over you, even as we've been talking today about fully convinced and in decision-making beliefs, I release over you right now breakthrough, breakthrough in your thinking, breakthrough in your decision-making, breakthrough in, in attaching faith to what you're doing. I mean, there's so many areas to attach faith in. That, you know, attach faith in our relationships, attach faith to the commitments that we've made, attach faith to decisions. I mean, I look at this and financial decisions and just thinking about it. No, I believe I'm supposed to do this. I believe, yep, this is what I've made that decision and I'm attaching faith to making these payments or, or whatever. This principle overflows into so many areas. Maybe it's a relationship, a family relationship, and where you've decided how you're going to handle, how you're going to think about it, and what you're going to do or not do. You've attached faith. And then, I don't know about you, but boy, I'll go back to doubt. Nope, this is what I believe I'm supposed to do. And remember this, a bad decision made in faith has a greater likelihood of success than a good decision made in doubt. I believe this is a podcast to listen to over and over and over again for some of you. And I know Wendy, my wife, she's taught me, boy, when you get a message that you need in your spirit, listen to it more than once. Keep listening. There's some messages that I've listened to from speakers I listened to about 10 times because I want to get it. For some of you, this is it. So go to ignitinghopeacademy.com if you're interested in finding information about the fully convinced eight-week course that starts January 5th. And if you know of somebody else 
who would benefit by that, why don't you either send them this podcast or the link of, of the course. Hey, Steve Backlund here. I am so excited to be able to weekly ignite your hope through these podcasts. What a, what a joy it is to partner with somebody like you who's passionate about personal growth, who wants to bring hope to others, who wants to increase their influence. Because I believe this, that, that after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. That our hope level determines our influence level. And he was the most hope has the most influence. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. I believe a perspective of hope is the fruit of good beliefs. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. So remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. <laughs> and I pretty much for everybody listening today, and by the way, we have people watching because we record these podcasts on our YouTube channel as well, Igniting Hope YouTube. You can go there and subscribe. If we'd love, we put content on there to just encourage you and equip you with beliefs and joy and hope. But pretty much for everybody listening or watching, today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> you know, I've never really found a time where it's convenient to walk in radical joy. I, I used to have this romantic view that, yep, I will be joyful um, when... when uh, these situations will cause my joy. I won't have any battling, any personal weaknesses. All my family members and others are doing what I think they should be doing. I have all the money I need. I'm not hearing any negative news in the media. Then I'll be joyful. <laughs> and I really I felt like the Lord said this to me. He said, Steve, if you're not joyful now, the chances of you being joyful in the future are slim. And I'm not saying we don't have time of mourning and that, but if it becomes a lifestyle, it's not a circumstantial issue, it's a belief issue. It's a connectivity issue with the Lord because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. And that's not for condemnation, but it's for great information. There's not going to be a convenient time to activate joy. In our lives, uh, one of the, my recent books this year is "Igniting Joy in 40 Days." It's a great 40-day devotional, and if you're looking for a jump start to your joy, that's a good place. Hey, I'm going to release a few prophetic words here at the end of this podcast. So, if you want to stay on for that, that's going to be, I believe, powerful, and there could be some key things for you. But before I do, I want to do something that we've been doing for some time now, the five-second prayer. Attaching faith to five seconds of prayer is more powerful than doing 30 
minutes of prayer by not attaching faith. And so uh, we've been asking you, and we've been benefiting by this experiment because you have been praying for igniting hope. We feel it. We sense a, a, a grace on us, a wind on this movement. And so we're going to ask you again to invest five seconds of prayer. You can pray for those who are going to do the fully convinced course. You can pray for Wendy and I this summer as we rest and as we write. And you can pray for some of the upcoming travel. I'm going to be uh, this weekend in Buffalo, New York area, North Tonawanda, specifically Vanguard Church. Great people there. So excited uh, to be there. I'm going to be in Las Cruces, New Mexico, the first weekend of June. They may be in the Netherlands, the last part, mid to last part of June, San Francisco, early August, Taiwan in August. So some of those parts, by the way, we, if I'm, you can find our itinerary on our ignitinghope.com page. All right, five seconds of prayer for Igniting Hope. Thank you so much. Amen, amen. Why don't you just take a moment and just put thanksgiving on your lips if you're able to and just thank God specifically that what you prayed is happening. A couple things here. If you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and sign up and you'll, you'll receive the blog that goes along with these weekly podcasts every Monday. Then on Thursdays, we send out information on things that we're doing, courses, upcoming books, opportunities for you to grow in your faith and your hope and in your empowering influence. And I mentioned earlier, we're starting Hope Arena. That's a three-month experiment of connection, relational connection. People have asked us for that. You can go to ignitinghopeacademy.com and find information on a hope arena. Let me give you just a, a few prophetic words that I'm hearing over you. I'm hearing Acts 27, and I'm hearing these, this is for somebody, stay on the ship. Stay on the ship. The Apostle Paul in Acts 27 told the captain, I don't think it's a good idea to set sail. The captain did not listen to him. But Paul stayed on the ship, not only physically, but in his attitude. And then he became a key, the key influencer down the road. I'm also hearing this, that there's a new idea that God is releasing to you for a long-standing problem for a long-standing thing that hasn't had breakthrough in it, the Lord's releasing a new angle, a new idea to approach that. I'm hearing this, that there's a grace on your life to encourage leaders over you like never before. And you're going to see the golden leaders like you never have before. And you're going to be uh, you're going to go against the flow of criticism to leadership, and you're actually going to be an encourager, and it's going to cause trust to be built in your life 
for you, and then your words are going to be heard at a higher level. Even though that's not the motivation for the encouragement, it's going to be a byproduct of that. And a couple more things. I hear Matthew 6.33, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And finally, I'm hearing Psalm 1, where the psalmist made a radical declaration about the person who's planted by the streams of living water, and whatever he does shall prosper. And I say this to you, you're in a season where God is planting your roots in this, in the streams of living water, and this thing is a reality in your life. Whatever you do shall prosper. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.